Welcome to the Well Woman Show, where we use intersectional feminism, mindfulness, leadership, and strategy to support smart women to change the world without anxiety, insecurity, and burnout. On the show, we challenge the status quo and support you to unlearn harmful messages that keep you playing small so you can activate your superpowers and live with joy, confidence, and ease. I'm your host, Giovanna Rossi. Hello, hello, Well Women. This week, I decided to reshare the top 10 daily habits from the Well Woman community. These tips are from my guests on the show and from community members. I'm resharing this episode because I think it's so timely for this season. On the show, you'll learn the difference between daily routines and morning routines, how meditative activities can easily be a part of your daily life, and what kind of connection brings you the most benefit. All the information shared can be found at the show notes at wellwomanlife.com slash 273 show. The Well Woman Show is thankful for support from the Well Woman Academy at wellwomanlife.com slash academy. So I'm super excited. Um, for this week's episode because it's all about daily habits that contribute to your well-being. And this is sort of one of the fundamentals of the Well Woman community because it's a journey, right? It's not like we've all figured it out and we're all these, you know, fabulously healthy all the time, 100% of the time, you know, go-getters. The, the whole point here. <laughs> with the well woman life model is that we're all on this journey together. And it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to keep up the momentum. Um, It's hard to present in the world the way you want to and the way you need to in order to show up for the people that you love and the work that you love and the impact that you're creating in the world. And so what we do at Well Woman Life is really support you to to have the tools and the practices that keep you grounded and balanced and happy so that you can do all of the awesome things you're doing in the world. And I interview women um, about what they're doing in the world. And that's what those the other interviews are on the show that you've been listening to. Um, And if you haven't listened to any yet, um, I have some, I've had some really great interviews lately. Jen Sincero, author of You Are a Badass. Um, And I have some really great ones coming up that I'll talk to you about. Um, So for today on the show, I want to share some daily habits that contribute to your well-being. And these are things that I do that I've learned from other women um, that the Well Woman community has actually shared with me in our Facebook group. If you're not part of that, go over to wellwomanlife.com slash Facebook to join us over there. And um, what I did was I, uh, I looked at all of the things that people tell me that they do. And I sort of categorized them into 10 different categories of things that are daily habits that contribute to your well-being. And these are sort of core fundamentals that many women say they really have to do for their own emotional, mental, and physical and spiritual well-being. And uh, when we do these fundamentals, it helps us be who we need to be out in the world. Um, whether it's with our kids, with our parents, with other people that we're caring for, 
or our jobs, our business, um, the organizations that we run or that we're a part of, the boards we sit on, running for office, all of these things that we do, we've really got to uh, feel grounded and happy and um, physically and mentally and emotionally uh, healthy in order to to really do all those things that we want to do. And I notice that when we don't do them, we tend to go into burnout, we go into fatigue, we don't have energy, all of these things that you tell me that are challenges for you and, and that have been challenges for me, um, we, we can resolve a lot of them through these daily habits. So I'd love to hear about what daily habits you have. I'm going to share these top 10 categories from the Well Woman Life community on the show today. Um, but I would love to hear from you what daily habits contribute to your well-being. Come on over to the Facebook group and share in there, or you can email me directly, info at wellwomanlife.com. And also find me on Facebook and Instagram, and uh, you can direct message me there as well. I'd love to hear from you. Okay, so the um, the categories of daily habits that contribute to your well-being. The first one I noticed was routines. So this is this sort of obviously goes along with the idea of a daily habit. It's a routine, right? And so this category, it was sort of like mundane things that people just do, but it really helps them ground for the day for going out and doing what they need to do. And so these are sort of um, basic habits that people said they do. They make their bed, they brush their teeth, they floss, they do their skincare routine, you know, and it sounds really obvious, but when we skip those things, we feel really off, don't we? So um, making sure that we do those, um, those routines is really important. And I wanted to differentiate those from the quote unquote morning routine that you hear me talking about or that other people talk about uh, and that you might have. And because the morning routine actually is a combination of some of these other things that we'll be talking about today. Uh, it just happens to be that you do it all, you know, all in the same 20 minutes or hour in the morning. And some people do it in the evening. So it's an evening routine. So it's a kind of a combination of two or three of these practices that you combine together to suit you and you do it in the morning or in the evening. So that's the first one, routines. Um, the second one, very popular category, mindfulness practices. And this really, there's so much here uh, in, in this category. And many of you I know practice mindfulness in many different ways. And this is what I wanted to point out here, is that mindfulness can look very different um, for different people. It isn't necessarily, although it can be, um, sitting on a cushion, you know, just simply quietly or silently meditating. Um, it definitely can be that. And I know many of you use um, apps, meditation apps. There's Insight Timer, there's Calm. There's all these different apps that people use 
to do meditation, and that's great. But I want to talk about something else, which is sort of other mindfulness practices um, that really get at the the point or the the goal of of meditating, which is to really become aware, like create awareness. And that's um, obviously for those of you familiar with the Well Woman framework, that's the first stage of the cycle, which is awareness, bringing awareness to our thoughts, our words, and our actions. And um, noticing, just no- noticing. So what do you do during your day where you um, pause and notice? That's a mindfulness practice. So again, just for those of you who are um, not meditating uh, in the strict sense of the word, sitting on a cushion and and just being silent, there are other mindfulness practices we can do. And we can also fit these things in, in between other things that are going on during our day. So the first one is awareness breaks. I love this because if you need to just insert these small breaks within your day to make it work for you. That's fine. Um, You can set a timer, you can um, associate your breaks with certain things that you do, whether it's at mealtime or or, uh, different things throughout your day. And basically, it's just it's just a pause, you know, it can be five minutes of uh, just closing your eyes and breathing. Uh, other things people mention were um, prayer, um, positive thoughts. You know, many people have positive thoughts or affirmation practices. Um, just quiet time with yourself. So that's kind of the white space that I talk about where you don't have an agenda. You don't have anyone needing anything from you. You simply are being. And... Um, being instead of doing, I love that. I was in a yoga workshop. I was leading a yoga workshop yesterday with a wonderful woman who's been on my show before, Zore Afsarsade. And she says, you're a human being, not a human doing. So let's just be. And this is a great reminder uh, for this this daily habit of mindfulness or noticing or creating awareness. Um, the other things you can do within this category, um, just, and I kind of touched on this when I started out on this category, meditative activities. So instead of thinking, oh, I have to sit, you know, with my legs crossed and I can't talk for half an hour, um, that isn't always the way you have to do it. You can do meditative activities that really work for you, like, um, walking, cooking, gardening, uh, different kinds of things where you're, you're quiet, you're not interacting with other people. Um, for me, I loved ballet when I was a kid, because it gave me that space to go inward. And it was a real meditative activity for me, particularly bar exercises. I loved being at the bar and doing those very kind of structured exercises that engaged your brain in a completely different way. And uh, that was definitely a meditative activity for me. Um, A couple of other things in this category, journaling can be great. Um, I talk about morning pages a lot. My interview with Julia Cameron is um, on the list if you go through at 
NPR One or in iTunes. You can search down and find the interview with Julia Cameron. And um, she wrote The Artist's Way. Um, and she talks about morning pages, writing three pages every morning of just whatever it comes up. Um, that can be a really great noticing and awareness practice. And the last one is visualization. And uh, many people do this through um, a sort of a meditation or an affirmation. Um, but visualization can really, really help with noticing and creating awareness. Okay, so that is number two. We're going to go to 10. And then I have a kind of a bonus one for you at the end. Um, the third one that really came up a lot in the community and always comes up with, with guests that I have on the show is the category of nourishment. So nourishment is, and many people talked about having a healthy breakfast, whatever that means for you. Um, whether it's a high protein breakfast, whether it's fruit, um, many people talked about, um, clean, non-processed food, but really starting out with a healthy breakfast seemed to be a very popular daily habit for your well-being. Um, and also cooking with loving intention. And this came up in the workshop I just talked about, um, you know, as far as if you cook with when you're angry or upset, um, you tend to not end up with a very um, wonderful meal. Whereas if when you're cooking with loving intention, that can be really nourishing for you and your family. And also hydration came up a lot, um, drinking enough water. So this is just a reminder. I know everybody knows this, but you know, having your water goal for the day super important, especially in dry climates. So, um, so that's category number three, nourishment. And again, as I'm going through this, think about what you do. What, what kinds of daily habits do you have that contribute to your well-being? I'd love to hear about them. Head over to the Well Woman Life um, Facebook group and uh, let us know in there. We'll be right back. Hey there, many of you have followed my journey from consulting to women's leadership and empowerment, starting a nonprofit, raising two kids and everything in between. I've really taken some time this year to focus in on where I can help the most women with their own desire to create social impact and also a good income for themselves and their families. As my consulting and coaching practice is growing, I found that one of my favorite things to do is the free discovery session. I love hearing about people's passions for the work they do, sharing what I do, and helping people understand what my hybrid consulting coaching is all about. Hint, hint, serious strategy plus spacious mindset. So if you find yourself worrying about whether you'll ever make it in the thing you're pursuing or waking up in the middle of the night anxious about money, lacking energy you need to get everything done or procrastinating on moving forward with projects and tasks, or even if you're in a leadership role, but you're second guessing yourself and not getting things done, I'd love to talk to you. These conversations help me get clear on how I can help more leaders create the impacts and income they want so they can start living with ease and joy. Plus, you'll get a free hour with me to get crystal clear on what you want to create for your company or organization and your life. 
and what's been holding you back. So if you're interested, you can book a call at wellwomanlife.com slash learn more. We're back on the Well Woman Show. Number four, category number four was connection. And this was really connection with humans and pets. So at first I was going to call it human connection, but it really wasn't just about human connection. It was about connection with humans and also animals. So connection with humans and animals. And what I noticed here was it wasn't only just spending time with family or, you know, talking to friends. It was also very much about touch. So hugs came up a lot and petting. So really that that touching with other humans and animals, really important for our daily well-being. Number five, movement. So everyone can relate to this. We know that movement is great for us. And I would say that there's kind of just moving your body kind of movement, like stretching, yoga, walking, um, which can be really great and is, is super important to, to do every day. And then there's more vigorous movement, which I call sweating. So um, you might do both. You might do one or the other. But if you think about, okay, how am I going to sweat today? That's a really good question to ask yourself. It really reframes the whole like, uh, I have to go to the gym. Um, no, you don't have to go to the gym. How else could you sweat today? Uh, there are very many fun things, dancing, um, playing with your kids, swimming, all these kinds of things raise your heart rate and help you sweat. So those are some ideas. I'd love to hear from you what you do for movement and sweating. Um, category number six this one, I just generally said activities, and this could kind of fit in some of the other categories, but I created its own category because there were so many interesting, fun things here that well women love to do. Um, baking, singing, listening to podcasts, writing, um, listening to music, sketching, and many of these things are solo activities. It, it seems, although they don't have to be, you can obviously bake with other people, you can sing with other people. So that's why I gave it its own category. If it was a real solo activity, I probably put that in the mindfulness practice, the meditative activities. So you can kind of figure out for yourself what, uh, where this goes for you. Another activity was laughing. And I love that because we do need to um, remember to play. You know, playing is really important. That playful, um, that playful, playfulness, you know, that we had when we were little, we sometimes forget about that. And bringing that in on a daily basis. Um, and so just on that note, I want to ask you, when is the last time you had a really good laugh? Really good laugh. Like, just, you know, let it all go. Um, when was that? What was the situation? Who were you with? And could you create more of that for yourself? Uh, I love that. Okay, number seven is uh, nature. 
So a lot of people won't really connect with nature on a daily basis and need that for their well-being, whether it's walking barefoot on the earth, whether it's, you know, dirt or grass or whatever. Um, and it doesn't have to be barefoot. If it's cold out, you can do it with your shoes on. Uh, I think the point here was just connecting with nature, walking in nature. Um, I know someone said walking in the rain really soothes uh, her and, and is good for her well-being. Um, so yeah, connecting with nature, going on a hike. Um, right now when this show is going to air, it is fall in the United States and we're seeing some wonderful colors and getting out into um, the mountains. I've been seeing people posting pictures of just gorgeous hikes that they're taking. Um, so that's that's a really great idea. It's fun. You can do it with other people or by yourself, uh, but really getting out into nature. And it doesn't have to be a great big production, right? Like, oh, going on a hike. Oh my gosh, we have to plan it. We have to schedule it. <laughs> we have to pack. It doesn't have to be all that. You can simply go and sit in your garden and literally, you know, just be around other living things outside. Okay, number eight. I love this. This came up only once, but I put it in here because I thought it was so interesting. Brain exercises. So if anybody else has interesting ideas about brain exercises, basically, um, the person that um, submitted this one, she talked about writing with her left hand in order to exercise her brain. She's obviously right-handed, so she's writing with her, with her other hand um, on a daily basis. And uh, she does this for her well-being. So um, we, we've been learning a lot more these days about the brain and how it works. And um, if you have ideas or information about what you do to exercise the brain. I'd love to hear about those. Um, okay, number ten, uh, number nine is sleep. Sleep is one of those things that we all need and we, a lot of us, I would say a majority of us don't get enough of. So um, I'd love to hear your tips for good sleep. I know that for me, it's... Um, really important to quiet down with no screens at least an hour before bedtime. So that means uh, I don't have a television in my room. I don't keep um, electronics in the bedroom. And um, I try to at least an hour before I'm going to go to sleep, just do my evening routine with teeth and and washing my face and those kinds of things. And then, um, and then just reading, uh, in order to get into that state of, of wanting to go to sleep and, and stay asleep. So if you are not getting enough sleep, if you're waking up, um, look at some of these other, um, some of these other practices that we've been talking about and try focusing on two or three of them. They will automatically by default help your sleep if you are doing 
more mindfulness, if you're nourishing yourself, if you're connecting on a daily basis, if you're moving your body, you, you uh, will find that you will sleep better. All right. So number 10, last category here, and then I'll give you the bonus at the end. Last category is um, self-love. And this came up um, over and over in different ways, um, different ways to help ourselves to care for ourselves and to really um, stop judging ourselves. So when we hear the the monkey mind, the um, extra voices in our heads telling us that we are no good and too thin or too fat or to whatever. Um, we can't possibly do that. Who do you think you are for doing that? When we hear all of that, you know, it's, it's really important to be aware of it. First of all, notice it and then reframe that and, and say, well, thank you for your input here, (laughs) but I actually am going to reframe that and, and say, I can do this and I am love. And you can do that with your heart on your, um, with your hand on your heart, and it really connects in to yourself. Uh, but this is, this really is a practice because so many of us have been um, wired from an early age to just be so, so critical of ourselves. And, um, and so to us to start undoing some of that is really important. Okay. Uh, those are the the top 10 categories that I have identified that that either I do myself or that the Well Woman Life community um, does. And I'd love to hear from you what you think of that list and what you do for yourself. Again, this is not just sort of, oh, self-care for self-care sake or, you know, oh, we're just all going to, you know, do all these things and live happily ever after. Um, this is really about supporting you as a leader out in the world to do everything that you need to do, whether it's with your family, your business, your organization, your, um, your job. Um, many of you, I know it's really important to us to make an impact socially in the world and make the world a better place for, for our, for us and, but for future generations. And I know that we're working on that. That's part of what the well woman life experience is. Um, and so the point here is sort of these daily habits for our well being are so critical because we actually, we will burn out and we will, um, be super unhappy and, and have, uh, health problems and other kinds of things. If we go, go, go at the rate that we're all going, because I know you do. Um, if we don't stop and do these things and really, really take this seriously. So, um, these are the top 10 daily habits for your well being, And I'm going to give you a little bonus one, which I've kind of alluded to already. The bonus um, tip here that came up, and I didn't put it in the main categories because I feel like this is like what we do all the time, helping others, being of service to others. That is the other um, daily habit 
that contributes to our well-being that I wanted to mention. And I didn't give it its own category because I feel like it's just an underlying thread um, that, you know, is for women, especially is just, it's just a reality. We nurture others, whether it's our, you know, um, family members, friends, kids, parents, um, a lot of us are nurturing other people in our jobs. We care for other people in our jobs. We're supporting other people. So helping others and being of service is, uh, I'm including it kind of because it's a, it's a foundational sort of piece of well woman life. Um, and so if you feel like, uh, I'm helping others way too much and I need to step back from that. Great. Create some boundaries around that. You know, you, you can start saying no to some things. If you're on the other spectrum and you're like, Ooh, I have really haven't been helping other people that much lately. It's all been about me. Um, and that's necessary sometimes, right? But create some awareness around that. Like, what? how could you be of service to other people this week? So I'm going to leave you with that. I would, as I said, I'd love to see you over in the Facebook group, wellwomanlife.com slash Facebook. And I'm super excited that I have um, really made the connection between the Well Woman Life foundation and model that I've created here with a lot of the kind of strategy and consulting work that I do in my, in my consulting business. And I've kind of combined the two to create a very cool program for leaders who want to create social impact and create income with ease and joy. So if that sounds something like you would be interested in, um, Let's set up a call. You can, I can tell you more about it. Uh, and I'd love to support you through your journey as, uh, as you figure this out. Um, there definitely is a way to be happy and have energy and contribute to the world and make money. So I want to, I want to share your journey with you. And um, if you're interested, head over to wellwomanlife.com slash learn more. And you can, uh, you can book a call with me and we'll, we'll chat about it. All right. Well, women, it's been awesome talking to you today. I hope you will get out there and um, make an impact. Talk to you soon. That's it for our show today. Remember, if you need support to live your well woman life, head over to wellwomanlife.com slash Facebook to join our community. As a reminder, we are on NPR every week. So be sure to tune in at npr.org slash podcasts and search for The Well Woman Show. If you enjoyed today's show, please take a moment and subscribe and leave a review. This helps raise visibility, which is super helpful when it comes to producing the show every week. For feedback, comments, or just to let me know you were listening, find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Well Woman Life. I'm Giovanna Rossi for The Well Woman Show. Until next time, have a super powerful week.